afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, FCC releases a report at Agribition on diversifying farm markets for wheat, canola, pulses, and soybeans. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. And a high minus 3 today, the low minus 12. Tomorrow cloudy, 5 centimeters or 2 inches of snow beginning in the morning. Windy's 30, gusting to 50. The high minus 9, the low minus 11 tomorrow. Friday, cloudy with a high minus 7, the low minus 13. Saturday, cloudy, the high minus 9, the low minus 16. Sunday, sunny with a high minus 9, the low minus 12. Monday, sunny, the high minus 5, the low minus 9. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high near zero. Normal high is minus 5 for this date, the normal low minus 16. The sun rose at 8.31 this morning. It sets at 5.01 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, by the way, is Weyburn at minus 3. The cold spot up north, Collins Bay, minus 14. Around the province, Estevan, minus 4. Saskatoon, minus 6. Swift Current, minus 9. Weyburn, minus 3. Yorkton, minus 5. Light snow in Regina, minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 10. Humidity is 90%. The barometer rising 102.9. There's fog in Moose Jaw, minus 7. Winds are from the north, northwest at 5. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest. Sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. A new report from Farm Credit Canada says there is still room to expand and diversify for the top four farm exports from Canada. The report was released yesterday at Canadian Western Agribition in Regina. FCC Chief Agricultural Economist J.P. Gervais says there will be some challenges to diversify beyond the traditional markets, but there are opportunities. Well, one of the key messages this year has been diversification because of the trade challenges that we've had all year, right? So you think of canola in China, beef pork in China, whether it's uh, pulses in India or even uh, Durham wheat in Italy. So the idea of diversification is behind. It makes that, you know, it, it, it spreads your risk. You know, the, if you ever face yourself in front of a market access challenges, the fact that if you are diversified, if your exports are diversified, that's going to minimize risk for everybody along the supply chain from producers to exporters and so on. And so what we thought would be interesting is to look at the extent of diversification currently. And what we found is that... Um, for wheat, canola, pulses, and soy, there's quite a bit of diversification already in the marketplace that, uh, you know, if you think of wheat, for example, we exported in 2018 to more than 100 countries in the world. So that's more than 70% of all the countries that actually import wheat that we exported to. So we're quite diversified to begin with. Another, having said that, there's still opportunities to diversify, you know, even for a commodity as diversified as wheat. Um, we found that there are some countries in Europe that import less wheat from Canada that you would normally expect given a large market share, right? We're the number two exporter of wheat in the world behind Russia. 
So there are opportunities for us to diversify our, our, our basket of exports uh, across destinations. Um, it's always easier to do so when you have a trade agreement in place, and then we do with Europe, so it's not a good a good good thing that uh, this is the case. So um, there are opportunities, but diversification comes at a cost as well. So we're going to have to make sure that we invest in the right places to diversify our exports. Go over some of the other products that you looked at for diversifying, say, canola, soy, and pulses. Yeah, for canola and pulses, the, the, the unique situation there is that there's a major buyer in these markets. You know, canola, China, um, pulses, India. Uh, in uh, China, for example, imports a lot of the canola, and then when they shut down our uh, exports of canola, then we had to turn to other markets. And Europe has been a great market for us in 2018 and 2019. We've more than tripled our, our exports of canola out of Saskatchewan to Europe in 2019. So that's a good thing. But it's also the result of the fact that um, Europe has been going through some production challenges of their own when it comes to their rapeseed crops. So that goes into the production of biodiesel. So the question now is that we've successfully diversified away from China because we had no choice. Question is whether or not we're going to be able to sustain those relationships going forward. I do think that this, this is likely to happen, but as soon as the market you know reopens for China, then we'll have to we'll, we'll hopefully see uh, more canola flow into China. Pulse is another good uh, good case study because we export to more than eighty four percent of all the export destinations in the world, so we're quite diversified to begin with. And you have a buyer in India that controls about thirty percent of all the imports. So this makes it really hard for us to diversify even more, although as, I, as, as we uh, highlight in the report, um, diversifying our pulse exports to Europe would be potentially interesting. They don't ex- import as, uh, as many or as much pulses as we would normally expect given our large market share when it comes to pulse exports. And soybeans is also another interesting case study simply again because china is such a big big buyer in the in the, in the world market it imports 65 percent of all the soybeans that are traded in the world so that makes it a really really big market and interestingly enough that's a market for, in which we don't have necessarily a really strong export presence so perhaps when we you know if we're if us and china is able to are able to actually put their tensions behind it, behind them and come with an agreement, perhaps the, you know, we're going to see an end to all this disruption of trade flows, right? Because the U.S. now, being a large exporter, has to find other markets for the U.S. soybeans. And so Canada has been one of those markets where they more than double the exports of soybeans to Canada. And then we have to find not only the other export markets, but also to find maybe or replace some of the domestic sales that we would have. So these trade tensions are causing a lot of disruptions. And, and we think that there is opportunity to diversify. But again, you know, diversification is going to happen or is going to increase. But we've already quite diversified to begin with. The FCC report was released at Agribition yesterday in Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. Well, it's a busy day at Agribition with the opening of the Indigenous Agriculture Summit. The one-day conference is geared to Indigenous leaders and economic development. Other events include a grain expo, horse pulls, chore team competition, and the first night of rodeo. Cattle events include the National Speckle Park Show and Sale, Simital Show and Sale, Menajou Show, and the Gelbfee Show. 
Bruce Holmquist is the general manager of the Canadian Simitol Association. Simitol has always been one of the cornerstone breeds at Agribition since uh, we came on the same here, scene here about 1972. Uh, this year there's uh, right around 200 head of Simitols in the barn making this the largest Semitol show in, in Canada. Uh, so the show is this morning, uh, begins at 9 o'clock. Uh, Andre Stepler from Manitoba is the judge, a Charlet breeder. Uh, sale this evening, uh, along with the Semitol sweepstakes that's happening in the barn. It's a $35,000 uh, jackpot type uh, thing with uh, lots of prizes and, and, and things to create some interest in the breed, but also to attract attention to agribition. What are you expecting for sales at the sale? Well, it's it's always hard to say on the seed stock side of things, regardless of the breed, how things are going to play out. You can have uh, one or two animals that are really prolific and, and attract a lot of attention, bring a, a really high dollar, but I expect prices to be similar to other years. I mean, this is a tough year in the, the ag economy overall, grain and uh, Oilseed has especially been in Saskatchewan with the mixed farms and things like that. That all comes together to uh, to affect how cattle can sell as well. Your thoughts on agribition here this year? Yeah, it's it's a, another good year. Uh, the weather has blessed us so far, and, and we're always appreciative of that. And, and uh, got a great show. We're working towards the 50th next year, but this is our focus right now. And uh, we've had, had really good gates so far um, and, and lots of... Uh, enthusiasm and, and new attractions too that uh, people will enjoy. Bruce Holmquist is the general manager of the Canadian Simital Association and a past president of Agribition. The Agribition Champion Report now brought to you by 2S Auctioneers Online Auction House. Start bidding today at 2sauctioneers.ca and brought to you by Nelson GM and RV in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Stop by Nelson GM today or visit them online at nelsongm.ca. The winners were selected in the first Agribition cattle event yesterday, the First Lady Classic and the President's Classic. The chair of the event, Barry Young, says it was an exciting event. Agribition has invested quite a bit of time and some money into uh, uh, promoting our Canadian Western Agribition show worldwide. And we're lucky enough that Agribition is considered to be a worldwide event internationally. We had a we had a young man from uh, Scotland yesterday came all the way from Scotland that was one of our judges in the First Lady Classic. He complimented uh, Canada on the exhibition of uh, wonderful show cattle of all breeds and made the comment, which I thought was wonderful, was that it's easy to see why Canada has a position they have in the world beef trade with the exhibition of breeding cattle that he got to see during the show. I think it's a big thing that Agribition is considered to be a world-class event and, uh, and a place for international marketing. So all in all, the, the cattle in the shows, the champions were fabulous quality. Our fraternity champion gets to walk in and be in the supreme beef show at the RBC on, on Saturday. And I think it's a real tribute to this kickoff of Agribition. So Barry, who were the champions? The champion, fraternity champion, was a, was a female owned by uh, uh, Brooking Angus Ranch at Radville, Saskatchewan, Black Angus Pear. The reserve champion was a, was a beautiful uh, Charlet female owned by our people that everybody will recognize is Dennis Sarienko's family 
And our first lady champion was also a, a purebred black Angus heifer that was won by Las Vegas from Ontario. And uh, our reserve was a, a pulled Hereford heifer, beautiful heifer owned by Remitals in Alberta. And our President Classic Show, which is sponsored by CMEX, is is uh, is really a it's a cool deal because CMEX is so involved in the semen producing industry, and our it was won by a pulled Hereford bull, Chad Wilson Haroldson's Herefords from uh, from Wawota, Saskatchewan, with the reserve reserve bull being a Semitol bull from Alberta really uh, represented all the breeds really well. Aggravation continues today and wraps up Saturday, November 30th. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola gained 70 cents at 410.88. Oats rose $2.34 at 224.72. Yellow peas gained $5 at 237.89. Number 1 red spring wheat went down 61 cents at $208.26. The rest were unchanged. Durham 264.89. Feed barley 167.68. Flax 517.79, lentils 372.50, and feed wheat 156.83. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is down one and three quarter cents at 4.92 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Hello, Cattlemen, Junior for Heartland Livestock Service, Yorkton, with your market report for the week of November 27th. Busy week here, 2,849 the pre-sort and 400 cows and bulls on offer. The feeder market this week seems to be trading steady to maybe a little strong on a few spots compared to last week. Here are a few highlights from this week's sale. 47 buckskin steers, 712 pounds at $1.92.75. 21 buckskin steers, 569 pounds at $216.75. 43 buckskin steers, 642 pounds at $1.9750. 151 black steers, 567 pounds at $213.5. 183 black steers, 635 pounds at $1.9675. 108 black steers, 708 pounds at $1.9350. 124 red X steers, 639 pounds at $1.9675. 85 red X steers, 709 pounds at $1.92. The heifers seem to be trading about 25 to 30 cents back from their brothers. On the cow and bull trade this week, cows seems to be softening with a big amount of cows hitting the markets nowadays. Our cows average 66 cents with a high of 77.50 on a good, thick, high-yielding cow. The bulls are steady to last week, averaging 92 cents a pound. Last week, we had a sheep and goat sale with over 1,500 hen on offer. The 80-pound wool lambs averaged $1.63. The call ewes averaged $1.15, and kid goats averaged $1.50. Next up, cattlemen, it's bred cow and heifer sale season here. We have bred cow sales on November 29th at 300 on offer and 8 to 10 cow-calf pairs. December 6th, 500 on offer, and December 13th, 500 on offer also. Lots of dispersals and bred heifer selling. Give us a call or go to our website to see the listings and pictures of a lot of the cows on offer. It is Agribition Week, and we all know some of the best beef cattle are raised in this country of ours, so be sure to try and get to Agribition and support our local beef producers, and good luck to all the exhibitors. 
Once again, this has been Junior for Heartland Livestock in Yorkton for all your marketing needs. From trucking, selling, or buying, give us a call. Thank you, and have a great day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5 TCP BP2, $126.20 per CKG. For BP4 TCP4, it's $148.96 per 100 kilos. The outlook, mainly cloudy, 30%. Chance of flurries, winds up to 15 kilometers an hour, and a high today, minus 3. The low, minus 12. Tomorrow, cloudy, 5 centimeters or 2 inches of snow beginning in the morning. Windy's 30, gusting to 50. The high, minus 9. The low, minus 11. In Regina, light snow and minus 5. That's 23 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.